Hey, so this is a little story from episode 55, uh, but it's, it's an interesting one. It's, it's, the ta- it's a famous tale, actually, the tale of Plata Sucia, the tale of the dirty silver, and I mean silverware. And what happened was uh, that there was all these children in Uganda playing with this uh, uh, mere gusto mooch. It looked like uh, like they liked playing with it much, and... Uh, and they were playing a game where they were pretending to eat, and they were saying, ooh, que rico, ooh, this is good and delicious, you know, sabroso, oh. And then this was just, they, 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 there wasn't the parents on the scene. They were very intelligent kids. They said, we otro mama, and there's another mom coming, postre, she's bring, bringing dessert. And the kids pretended, they said, oh, mira esta tentacion, look at this temptation. And then all the other kids said, Tentacion. And then then someone pretended, they said, what are you all doing here eating dessert for almuerzo, for lunch? Yeah, we're eating dessert for lunch with silverware. And they said, you're going to need some antacidos, uh, antacid. And then, then the kids started, they said, would you want to repeat that to us? And they said, well, uh, you know, have you heard that there's a uh, princessa, a princess in Cantaria who would love some silverware? Uh, she she doesn't, their, their kingdom lost the silverware. And the children said, are you some, they said, we're just playing eating with the silver. And they, they, and, and they said, uh, the person said, well, Manihar, I'll drive you in the silverware uh, to this print, you know, princess. Uh, they, you know, let's go. And, you know, these Yovencitos, these were youngers, young youngsters. And as they dro- drove, uh, and don't worry, this wasn't anything strange. This was like a magic, you know, I think this was a pink elephant that was driving them. And they were singing the song, Secas yo labo vencina, dry wash my neighbors, uh, su- you know, su- sucia. I'm dry washing my neighbors, silverware. And then they, they, uh, they, they, they put the top down. This was one of those cars that the top goes down, convertible. And they said, K Rico and Sirio, man, we're seriously rich. Uh, and then the the the, uh, the 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 pink elephant turned off the road, and they said, "Kate Pasa, what's what's wrong?" And they said, "Respia tranquilo, you chill. We gotta we gotta go sentar uh, bueno examina tacones. Be good at my heels and sit in an exam." And they said, "I'm sorry, what clinica? This isn't a this isn't a clinic of understanding." And the elephant said, no one's stressed, so we're going, you know, don't get stressed. We're going to save the princess by delivering the dry-washed silverware. And they said, well, how, how, how are we going to deliver? Like, uh, has me bueno reco star? Will they let us lay it at the feet of the uh, the throne? And then another child said, Son lo que más se esta bendito ahorita. Like, they're selling, what, what are they going to give us? Basically, what, what, like, are they going to, 
what are they going to sell us on to get us to give them the silverware right now? And I'll tell you what, this is why you don't trust pink elephants always. The pink elephant got this look in his eye and said, El de banano, que este como en agu, agu, agui, the banana that is booming. And the kid said, we're going to get booming bananas for this for our family silverware. And the pink elephant said, oh, yes, si, si, si. Uh, you know, ingresos existos, exioso para nada raro. Successful income for anything unusual. And the kid said, sabes montaña de plata. We got mountains of this silverware in our bags. Then they got on an autopista highway, uh, and the, it was clear the pink elephant was lost. It said, Pensarlo de Jame. Let me think. Uh, and then it, this was like, I think this might have been a bit like the rabbit in uh, Alice in Wonderland, because this, this clearly uh, knew, this pink elephant knew more, because it said, Oh, unos papeles que tengo que firmar. I have papers you kids need to sign. And they said, are these booming banana recuperation, recovery uh, papers? We're going to get booming bananas uh, for our family silverware. And they, the, 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 the Gelf started driving and said, Yenarte total dia. You'll be able to fill your lives all day with booming bananas. And in fact, the scientists of this town coming up this kingdom, Mehore, they're working on improving the booming of the bananas. And then there was a, the kids, the, there was a sencillo, like a simple look on the kid's face because they said, what does a booming banana do? And they, they, then they went up a hill behind Bajando Mas. They had to go down more hills. Uh, then the weather, weather MPOR, got uh uh, worse, and the kids started to de vuelvo, de vuelvo, vuelvo menos unos. They said, this is a return. Uh, this isn't going to be a good return. It's going to be less about uh, how we're going to get back. And then the, the like, the dramatic, melodramatic uh, gasp of the pink elephant said, aseguro banano. Uh, and then they pointed in the, above. So there's on the hill was this giant castle. Above the giant castle, fuera, outside of it, but uh, uh, higher than that, uh, was a giant banana tree. Uh, and then they went to a guard's gate and they, they said, Entregan, we're here delivering the uh, brillante, the sparklies, you know. And then they get up to the... Uh, the entrance to the castle, but there was a vieja sospechocha, a suspicious old woman there. And they said, yeah, we're here for trade silverware for banana booms. Uh, so we're here to trade for the banana booms. The, the woman said, nunca. And they said, what? No, 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 we're here to trade our silverware for booming bananas. And she said, Giro Mascota. And they said, a pet twist? What the heck are you talking about? Uh, and they said, Un seriasi para amarlo y repatarlo. 
And the kid said, once the one defined to love and respect, what? Uh, we're, no, we're just here to trade our silver, family silverware for uh, banana booms. And then she pointed at the, uh, the, the pink elephant and she said, que mascota has pensado. Uh, and then she pointed over at the uh, at the pink elephant. She said, "Que masca oscota haspensando," which the pet you thought, "Bueno un perro no puede ser a good dog cannot be." And they said, "You deceived us. Like, uh, like, uh, why did you deceive us, pink elephant? What's going on?" Uh, in the pink elephant say, Por que no tenemos tiempo? Because we have no time. And they said, What? And they said, Un gato, como uh, conseguirse un gato? A cat. The queen has achieved this as a cat. And then they pointed at a fake crown. Piesto, snagged a crown. Uh, parte physica, physical part, voeta uh, flips. And they said, what are you talking, like, are you a dog, you're really a dog pretending to be a uh, elephant. Uh, and, you, like, uh, really? Like, you're just mad because you, you're in, in a kingdom that a cat runs. And he said, claro, EMP is a uno, clear, it's clear, you know, and then, yeah, one one will begin. And the kids, they, they weren't happy, and they said, ah, por, por toda el dia, you'll be polishing this silver all day, come along. And the dog, it was still in elephant mode, though, so, hey, uh, hey, una cosa negocio. They said, this is a business thing now. Uh, uh, you know, gato, mujeres, or a mascot, uh, woman, cat, or pet. Uh, she's the queen. She's a hembra. And cuando que oiga, when you hear a banana's boom, booming, uh, avisar, you better warn the other dogs not to make... Uh, you know, at the gates, uh, prender, I could turn back, you know, turn there. And then this was a little confusing for the kids because they, when they walked in on the queen, uh, she was smoking fumando herba, like herb. She was smoking weed, which is catnip in this case. Uh, but then the queen, the princess, she said, Siga, follow me. And they said, what is this place? She said, Vicioso Raya Ami. This is my vice's bay. And then they, it was really her room, and, and then, it, you know, where she smoked up. And then they, she said, Scabacera, this is my headboard for wearing, uh, for my asuntos, my affairs. And the kids, they didn't know what that meant anyway. So she said, Miro S-O-E, no S-N-O-D-S-A. I know, no, okay, that's not news to you. La gente say olvido de ese asunto. I guess people forget that it matters to kids. And she said, kids, you have my seguro, my insurance. And they said, we have a bunch of silver we took from our parents' houses. Uh, soon that'll generar muchas preguntas. Uh, and the cat queen, she took, a, she said, esa plata es mía, you know, the money's mine. 
And they said, well, we'll see again when contacted. We filed a contact here, altruismo, you know, out of good nature. Isite, site perfectamente. And we think we did pretty well. Golpe, you can't knock what, what we did. And, you know, the, the dogs, they probably want to ganarte, you know, take over your kingdom. And we could, do, you know, tell the dogs, release us, you know, be realistic. Ido uh, dos uh, pasos, be gone two steps, you know, uh, at a time. Kitar, you know, remove them from the kingdom. But, but uh, and then she said, Tessera Bez, this is the third time the dogs have tried to take over my kingdom. And then she said, Nasia para eso, but I was born for, you know, to, to rule this kingdom. I just wanted some, you know, silver. And then they heard a series of coolgies outside crashes. And the kid said to her, you know, Guardello said, you keep that silver, you know, de hello, you know, let it out, you know. But in, in cargo, we're here to charge you, uh, for for a bunch of banana booms, booming bananas or whatever, we heard your kingdom has them. And the queen, she, she said, she, I'm having a little case of deja vu. Uh, and they said, what's that? And she said, well, some semi-hante, something similar had happened. Uh, you know, Menchanda, a bunch of spotted kid children came before. And Nagara denied them, uh, Booming bananas and it got chlorotic, it got heated. You know, I had to, you know, uh, get, get, you know, we, we went back and forth. And Gnarly, I, you know, I sent them away from my kingdom. And the kids, well, said, Cito muy infantil. It's been very childish, your behavior, but just give us the booming bananas, supuesto, like you're supposed to. None of this espantosa, none of this trying to, you know, intimidate us or anything. And we'll always say N.K. Anda, the, 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 the Gato Queen walks, uh, and, you know, Podamos Hesimos. We did uh, Termino Ya, you know, we met at terms, you know, we had our terms, so go get us the booming bananas. Uh, otherwise, you'll have to start considering, you know, Retirio and Sirio, like seriously considering retirement. And she said, the queen said, Adelante Comunes. Actually, it's more common to just forward the booming bananas to your house uh, so that you don't get caught bringing them home with the missing silver. And she goes, you know, I'll meet your thing, Vidas. Your whole lives you'll have booming bananas. So many capaz de kidar, you will be able to care for them. And the kid said, no, Creo, I don't believe that... Uh, we do, we don't even know what booming bananas are actually our queen queen. And she said, "Well, you'd have to go to the despacho, the booming bananas office." But I think your kids, you'll figure out what a booming banana is. And you know they they went back, and the queen she met their deal. She sent them the booming bananas. Parents all wondered. You never use silver anyway, so it wasn't until like Thanksgiving or something. And then they just said, "What do we? Where do we put that silver?" Uh, but outside the gates was the pink elephant dog, Esperando, Descatara, Habia, Ten Tranquilo, you know, sitting, waiting, biding its time for one day. And that's the end of this story.
All right, so this is episode 45, and it opens with a campfire. There's a pot on the campfire. There's a dog. There's wood. And you say, where, where are we? What, what, what's going on here? And there's a pond, and there's a peeing going on in the pond. And then it's kind of like, uh, oh, geez, this is Walt's house. It's in disarray. And then we see a car pull up and bearded Walt gets out and he's got glasses on. He's in an old maroon car. And I mean, the house is just, what's ha what's happened here? And Walt goes into the house and there's a lot of graffiti there. On one wall, there's a Heisenberg sign. And then Walt goes upstairs in the house and... Uh, He's looking around for something, and we get a close-up of Walt's beard, and it's very scruffy and thick. And then Walt's looking around, and he says, Jeez, where'd I hide that thing? I hid something here. And uh, then he finds it, and then he goes out, out of his house, and his neighbor sees, she sees him come out of the house, and she's speechless. She's like, like a... And uh, Walt says, hey, what's up? And she's still, like, in total shock from seeing Walt. And she drops her oranges out of her bag, and the episode opens. And after the opening, we see Henry, he stumbles out of the bathroom, right where we left off in the last episode. And he's got the William Blake book in his hand, and he's in shock, and he's... Uh, uh, I can't read this writing. Oh, paranoid. He's paranoid that he's going to get caught with the book. So he's looking around. He's in a daze. And then he goes and he hides the book in Maria's bag and uh, kind of limps through the house, so limps down the hall. He looks out, and the garden party's still going on from last episode. So Maria and Valentina and Walt. Uh, so the garden party's still going on, and, uh, like, uh, so, uh, like, there's a conversation leaking through. Henry's breathing, and the way he breathes, he has this look on his face, like he's uh, so, he's like he's cold, like either uh, physically or uh, emotionally. And then he comes out to the garden party after he's hidden the book, and he's kind of like, uh, He's kind of like, uh, he's, he's like, oh, my tummy hurts. Oh, Delore, you know, estomaca. And he's like, Maria, we got to roll. We got to get out of here. And he almost snarls at, at Walt. He, he, he makes this snarling look. And then they get out to the front of the house, and Henry almost runs to the car and, like, drives away. Like, Walt's trying to catch up with him. And he's trying to leave, and Walt, Walt can sense this, so he goes after Henry, kind of like, uh, but not in an aggressive way. He's like, goes up the room. He's like, "Hey, what's up, man? You got a stump? You got a tummy ache?" And Henry says nothing. He rolls up the window, and he goes, "Maria, Maria." And then they roll out. And if, if the look on Walt's face, I'm kind of like, "Does he know?" Double question mark. Uh, and uh, then we see his neighbor from the opening, and she's happy. 
and she's like uh, trimming her hedges and, and they say, hey, Walt, hey, how you doing? And uh, then, then we see Henry and Maria, they're in the car, Henry's driving and Henry kind of starts to drift into thought and out of like a focus and Maria's just like uh, chattering and chattering, rambling on and on. And Henry clearly doesn't feel good. He has to stop the car. And then we, we it breaks. And then we see uh, Maria and Henry. And they come home because uh, Henry didn't feel good. He had to go see the, he had to go get a checkup. And she helps him inside. And then he kind of distracts Maria and he hides her book. And then. What does this say? Maria. Oh, Maria's concerned. Uh, and then Henry's like, you know what, Maria? I know we just got home from the doctor, but I need to go out to my brew house in the garage and uh, be by myself. That's going to make me feel better. And so then he goes out there and he pulls out Gail's notes. And he starts like uh, looking at the uh, inscription to Walt. Uh, Gail, Guido in this case, Guido. So he, he has Guido's notes versus Gail's notes. And uh, he checks the writing, and there's these close-ups, and he's matching letters. And then he kind of rises up, and, and his mouth is open. And, like, as it hits him, he, he, his lip twitches, which I think was very good acting by this actor, who who who, who was just done a wonderful, wonderful job in, in, like, a different take on the character. And as his lip twitches, the camera gets closer. And then we cut to the car wash. And Walt's all like cool boss at the car wash. And he's like, hey, welcome to work, buddy. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, and then he tries to convince, he's got some idea he's trying to convince Cielo of. And she's like, no, 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 no way. And I couldn't tell if it was money or cars or what. But it's just like, no say, no say. And her arms are even crossed. And then we cut to a scene, and Henry's wearing a blue T-shirt. Uh, and he looks like a wild man. He just looks terrible. And some agents pull up to his house, and they have evidence or boxes. And uh, Maria is, like, heading out to work, it looks like. And then uh, Henry, like, sends the agents out, and he's just, like, he's, he's on lockdown in his garage. And he's busting out the case files and the pictures and watching old videos and looking at old mess. And then he brings out the twins drawing of Heisenberg, like the children, almost children level of drawing. And he holds it up and he's like, holy crap, this is Waltz. And then we go back to the car wash and Lydia's at the car wash and she pulls up like a customer, and she's trying to talk to Walt like a customer, but also get in some talking, and Cielo's in the background. She immediately suspects something. And Lydia seems to be like uh, asking some sort of favor of Walt, and, uh, and Walt's trying to get her. He's like, hit the road, you know, but it's like so obvious. They're trying to say, hey, w would you like the uh, extra scrubbing bubbles? And you say, no, 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 no. I need the double super scrubbing bubbles. 
And then uh, Cielo, like, knows something's up. So after Lydia leaves, Cielo goes after uh, um, uh, Lydia. After Lydia leaves, did I say that? Cielo goes after her. And she goes, never, never come here again. Never come back to this place. Then we see, uh, oh, Mono. I thought that said Mario. But we get a callback to the character, the, the beloved, uh, Rose, is, I don't know if this is Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, but uh, Mono and Tripa. And uh, Mono and Tripa, a.k.a. Sweaty Mohawk, are all chilling with Jose. And they're talking kind of like, I think it was the barroom philosophy of cat petting. Definitely worth a watch. Uh if you, if you want to see it, because they do this whole routine about petting cats, Gatto, and Mono's, I think he was talking about his theory of petting cats, and he's got this method, and then Sweaty Mohawk is kind of like, no, 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 this can't be, uh, he goes, no, no, this is, you can't pet a cat like that, and he goes, no, no, that's the way. And it's like so irritating, and kind of they're drunk and high, that Jose's just sitting there with this WTF look on his face, like he's fed up. And then finally he just gets up. He's like, and you know what? Like, I'm out. I'm leaving. And they're still talking as he leaves. And he's like, hey, I'm heading out. Uh, yeah, you know, and they're like, what are you going? And then we go to Saul's office waiting room. And the guy's... Uh, uh, the guy's like uh, the, the, the the Saul's guy. He's a very loud breather, and he's sleeping and breathing, standing up very loudly. And it's interrupting the whole waiting room. And Jose can't even get a time of day. He's like, "When's Saul going to be ready to see me?" And they won't give him the time of day, so he lights up a spleef or a spliff or a you know a joint. And I, I was like, was he smoking a joint? And then the, the Saul's uh, paralegal says, Are you, sm you can't smoke a joint in here, dude. And then she says, you got to get him out. And then she calls, the bodyguard says, you can't do that. And it was pretty sweet. Like he blows smoke uh, right in the, the, the Saul's guy's face. He's blowing rings. And he does it very rebelliously. And then they're like, okay, well, you better get in to see Saul. And then Saul had just gotten a massage, uh, like a dual massage, and his flies down, and Jose's got all this money, and uh, he he's like uh, he he's like uh, Saul's shocked. Whatever Jose's saying, Saul's like, you can't do this, man. He goes sit down, and he tries to explain him. He's like, this idea is not going to work. And it was pretty funny because Saul's tie was loose and his shirt was open. And he just looked disheveled. And then he says, is this about Andre?" This I couldn't tell, in, you know, the Spanish, but I think it was, he said, is this about Andrea or all the money? And then he's like, maybe, I think he was like, maybe you could give her part of the money. And then I think Saul said, listen, kid, you got to be realistic here. And then Saul, Jose's like, you know what, forget, I'm, I'm leaving. And Saul's kind of exasperated. And then he gets into his phone drawer and he's digging through his phone drawer and he makes a call and he's like, we got a problem. And then it's Walt on the other end and Walt's had an appointment and uh, he's like, see, chill, I I'll take care of it. 
And then we see Jose, he's, he's lying on a couch, his head's on the couch, ding-dong at the door. And Walt shows up, he's got Jose's money. Walt was wearing khakis and a green, lime green Oxford. And uh, he, he's get he's like, uh, it just said, it was a very good lime green Oxford. And then Walt has this uh, speech he makes in, I can't read my handwriting, in Redible, incredibly something. And Jose has this like very high school attitude. He's like, dude, I'm so over this, bro. And then Walt is like, this is your money. You can't just, you, you know, throw your money away. And then Walt gives this really long speech. And uh, then Jose comes back in on him like, uh, he goes, dude, what do you think I was born? He goes, you know, I was born at night, but not last night, bro. I know what's going on. I put two and two together, Heisenberg. And Walt lies. He's like, Jose, you got to believe me. I, I'm the victim here. And I'm your father figure. You got to trust me. And he said, I just talked to Mario. He was telling me that he's been fishing for Marlin. And he's so happy. And Walt swears on everything. He says, oh, totally crossed my heart, Jose. And Jose, again, he has this, you know, this struggle. Uh, I guess it's not an Oedipalian struggle. It's like a struggle with his father figure. I don't know if this would happen to, who was, who was his, that kid, Telemachus or whatever? I don't know. But uh, he gets teared up and he says, like, uh, he says, oh. And then I think he said, like, dude, I believe you, but I'm not positive on that. Okay, this was another mystery we got a little bit deeper on. So there's a dinner scene, and it's Walt Cielo and Jr. And there's so a couple weeks ago, there was this controversy I had about what was Walt drinking at dinner. Because he had this juice that looked like it was either raspberry uh, iced tea or a pomegranate iced tea. And this time, him and Junior have them, but they looked like a like a cloudy juice drink. Like, not a smoothie. So again, but Junior was drinking it, so it's definitely not alcoholic. But as they're having dinner, Walt's kind of distracted, or he's not feeling good. I couldn't get an idea. Uh, oh, yeah, I have another note here. It says it looked like there was a more of a berry element to this drink. So it could have been like a like a watered-down smoothie. I don't know. And I, I couldn't tell if Junior was in trouble, but then Walt's like gets up. He's like, I'm not feeling good. He has to leave dinner. And then he's, he takes a couple of aspirin, and he's still not feeling good. So he goes to sit down. And then... Uh, and then uh, he uh, he sits down, and then he's looking for something to read, and they can't find his, uh, he's like, I need a little William Blake, and then he can't find his book, and uh, he's like, my book's gone. Then we have a scene with Jose driving at night in the rain, and uh, hands, what does that mean, hands? Maybe a shot of Walt's hands as he searches for the book under the bed. He asks Cielo, he says, have you seen my William Blake book? I can't sleep without drinking William Blake. And then Walt says, hey, speaking of William Blake, uh, do you know what's going on with Henry? Is he feeling okay? Does he still, you know, he goes, something strange is going on. 
And Silas says, I don't know. And then we see Jose, he's driving. He runs out of cigarettes, and he, he seems stressed. Then we Walt's checking his car for bugs now. He, he Walt suspects something, and he finds a bug on his car. And I'm not talking about the, the kind that flies. I'm talking about the one, like the NSA kind. And then, you know, I put dumb, dum dum because, you know, Walt was all investigating. Then we have Jose. He's passed out in his car. And a guy comes up. He says, hey, can you give me some money? And then Jose tries to give him, like, a boatload of money, like a stack of cash. And he, the guy takes it. And then Jose gets this idea. And he starts just driving around, throwing money uh, out, out of the windows of his cars. And then we have a time-lapse scene. Uh, so we know it goes from night to day. And, uh, like, uh, we see Henry talking to the other agents, and Walt rolls up, uh, and then Henry gets all paranoid. And the agents take off. They're like, they're nice to Walt, and then they got to go They got to go back to work. And then Walt's like, I got all these questions for Henry. He's like, hey, Henry, how you doing? And Henry's like, oh, bien, I'm bien. You know, I'm out on Medico. Like, stomach ache was worse than we thought. And uh, Henry Henry looks terrible again, like I said. And then they play this little chess scene. Uh, but it, it, this is like the great. This is what shows the level of this show. Like th this is Henry's game that Walt is now playing because uh, Henry's an investigator. So Walt's trying to play this uh, manipulation game, but he's not the master manipulator anymore. And I think I don't remember if this plays out over uh, all the episodes or not. And so then Walt, like, uh, tries to make small talk. And he says, oh, you know, hey, I was thinking about me and Cielo. But Henry's almost like uh, there's like the reverse magnetism where he's trying to keep his distance from Walt. And they're going around this table, and Henry's like trying to just keep his distance, uh, as I just said, from Walt. But Walt won't give up. He's still creeping into his space. And then they say, you know, no. And Henry's like, you know what? I got to get back to work, uh, you know, anyway, Walt. Uh, and Walt's like, oh, no problem. I just want to see how your tummy was doing. And then Walt goes to leave, and he gets to the door, and he stops. And then he looks back, and he comes back, and he shows, this is like, uh, I think this is an error. I, I can't remember how, how this plays out, but he shows Henry the bug from his car. And he says, uh, he says, hey, weirdest thing, Henry, there's this bug on my car. It's just so strange. I can't imagine. And this is, well, just takes, I guess, one step too far out of his confidence like uh and uh, henry closes the garage what a great moment the, the garage closes and he tries to get walt to talk like uh and it was just heart-wrenching because he's i think he said you know i don't speak spanish but uh i think he said to walt how much he's hurt him like emotionally like and violated his trust and Walt tries to still talk his way out of it. He's like, geez, I don't know what you're talking. It's the funniest thing. You know, I don't know who Gus Fring is. 
And so Walt's trying to talk his way out of it. Or, or I couldn't tell if he was trying to, to lie or to try to make Henry question his own judgment. I don't know what he's doing. And then Henry can sm smell it. He's, he says, I'm a, I'm a police investigator, Walt. I know you're full of it. And then Walt says to him, he says, you know what? In six months, none of this is going to matter. So why don't you just drop it? And Henry says, you know what? It's yellow and the kids goes, this is it, Walt. Uh, family's moving in here. And Walt says, oh, no, 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 no. Don't, you know, I could get, he goes, you know, I don't have my Heisenberg hat. And then Walt said, I think he said one last thing, but I couldn't, I couldn't quite make it out. Uh, but Henry, like, kind of like, you know, our friendship is over, clearly. Uh, so they signed a contract that said, uh, well, I think he passed him a note. He said, dear Walt, we're no longer friends. Love, Henry. And then he passed it to Walt. And uh, then that was the end of the episode. Walt said, geez, that's too bad that we're not friends anymore. And then I think that's what Friends Are For started playing, like the song. And the episode came to a close. All right, so we're talking season five, episode nine of Breaking Bad. Uh, money, it's about. And it opens with a close-up of a skateboard, uh, skateboarding, old pool. At first, the close-ups were so close, they couldn't tell if it was paper or if it was somebody's skin, like, uh, you know, with freckles and stuff. But it ended up it was uh, the Walt's pool because uh, it's an old pool. There's, uh, I even put SK-8. Uh, there's somebody rocking a skate cam. It's Walt's house. It's been long since abandoned. And then Walt pulls up in a maroon. It was either a caddy or Caprice. Probably an Oldsmobile Caprice. I don't know if that's the same thing. Uh, very maroon. It was a post-birthday from that uh, opening a while back. Uh, you know, he, he looks like a different person. It looks a little bit different. Uh, he goes past the fence into his house, which is like kind of boarded up. And there's a big old Heisenberg spray-painted yellow sign. And Walt looks around. He sees the skaters. Uh, he looks, uh, and it's like, what is he looking for? And it's a shot of, uh, then there's a shot of his hallway. And then he's like, oh, where's my Heisenberger recipe? I need the recipe for the Heisenberger so I can make money with that. And so he takes out a coin out of his pocket, presumably a dime, and unscrews the socket uh, where he hid the Heisenberg recipe. And then he leaves his neighbor Carol's out there, and she sees him. She's in total shock, and Walt goes, hello, Carol. And she drops her bag of groceries. They all stumble out, and the episode opens. Uh, but then to further de disorient us, uh, we're back in Walton, CL uh, Walton Schuyler's bedroom. It looks great. And talking, there's talking going on in the background with the camera zooming in on the bathroom door. And there's a slow pull into it while there's picnic chatter outside. And Hank opens the door, comes out of the door, he grimaces. 
Like only his bottom teeth were showing. He's out of the bathroom. I put a restroom, but it's actually a bathroom. You know, I guess a restroom. You don't call it a restroom at your house. I do sometimes. Uh, but he stumbles down the hall, book in hand. Uh, and it's, he's, he's moving slow. And then he hides it in the uh, purple. Uh, Maria's, or, uh, Marie has a purple tote bag. Uh, then we see Walworth the baby, and Marie says, you are the devil. She was meaning it like, be a precocious, Walt's being precocious with the baby. But, you know, Marie's joke was very serious, and Hank's like, I'm not feeling good. We need to shovel off, or somebody says shovel off. And Hank tries to leave, but, but uh, Marie wants to play in a bowling. She says, we got to go bowling now that everything's perfect in our lives again. Uh, Junior's product placing Pepto. And then Walt grabs the door, like of Hank's car. He's, still, he's wearing Jesse's watch that Jesse gave him. And Walt talks, what does this say? Walt talks baby, talks Skyler and Junior. Oh, okay, this was after Hank. Hank's like, we're getting out of here. And then they go back into the house, and, like, Walt's talking to the baby, and baby talk, and Skyler and Junior talking about, well, who's going to drive, who's going to wash the dishes, and who's going to drive the dishes? And then we see Carol from the opening. She's watering her flowers, and Walt says, oh, hi, Carol. How you doing? She's, like, all nice. And then we're in the car, Marie and Hank, Hank's driving, Marie's the passenger, and she's got this Europe envy because Skylar's planning. She's like, can you believe they're going to go to Europe? We need to go to Europe. She goes, we could totally go. We got to go to Lake Como. And then she's like, "Like, is it was it Como or Cuomo? And Hank's not feeling so good. So this, of course, this material's not working on him. And Hank kind of zones out. He's breathing through his nose. So they stop driving. And then they get later they get home. And then they, they say, let's just stop at the, uh, the uh, you know, make sure you get some of those nose breathing things. So they get home. As soon as they get home, Hank grabs the book. He grabs the, gale, the file on Gale and he heads out to the garage. And we see Gail's handwriting, perfect small handwriting that brilliant people tend to have. Uh, my handwriting is neither small nor brilliant nor any, it's barely handwriting. I think you'd term it claw writing if I, ha I don't have a claw, but uh, looks like it could have been. And Hank matches, starts matching with letters. This was nice. I watched this a couple of times. He matches up the W's, then the R's. Then the word my and my, and two, two copies of Gail's handwriting, one in Walt, inscribed in Walt's book and the other in his notes. And he even goes like left to right and then right to left, like back and forth, and then it all hits him that Walt is Eisenberg. Then we're at the car wash. Walt opens for the day. He's Mr. Cool Boss, as we covered in the last episode. He's like, hey, what's up, uh? Mariano, Luis, Enrique. He goes, oh, Feliz Cumpleaños, Enrique. You're looking good, buddy. And then Skyler's dealing with customers, and Walt's Mr. Car Wash now. He's like, hey, Sky, air fryer fresheners are high margin. And Skyler's like, yeah, 30 cents wholesale. 
And he goes, I think we should have reorganized. This is when you go, okay, this Walt's not cut out for this lifestyle. Because I think we should reorganize the display, separate the food sense with the nature sense. I mean, does bubblegum belong anywhere? And this is this writing is so good. Does bubblegum belong anywhere near no ocean spray? No. And pine, that's our biggest seller. So we should put it by the five hour energy drink. And Skylar's like, whatever, Walt. It's like, are you trying to be the, you're trying to build an empire of air? Uh, and then Walt's like, as a matter of fact, yeah, air fresh, I think we should open a second car wash. We should expand. And at first, Skylar is worried, but then she maybe warms to the idea. And then Lydia rolls up. She's like, I'm here for the regular. And we realize that they have this catchphrase, have an A1 day that Walt and Lydia, like Walt and Skylar use. And then Lydia wants to talk and code to Walt uh, that they need him back at work. And Walt's like, no, 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 no. And Walt's talking about it. And she's like, just for a week, just come back and help. It's like only a low percentage of purity without your touch. And Walt's like, okay, well, how about some uh, complimentary coffee? Uh, Walt just keeps trying to shut, her, shut Lydia down. Lydia in a box. Uh, oh, Lydia's worried about that, getting boxed, boxes. And then Skylar's all detective. She comes over. She's like, who washes a rental car, Walt? Who, who was that? And Walt says, it was a coworker, but I'm not going back. And then Lydia's out by texting, and Skylar rolls up on her and says, get out, don't come back. And Walt kind of hides behind Skylar, which was a nice scene. And then this was an interesting moment. We we have this morning scene of Hank. He's standing outside staring at something off camera. And I couldn't tell if he was soaking in nature or just looking off in the distance or looking at something specific. It garnered four question marks. So I'll read you the exact notes. Uh, uh, Hank A.M., except it looks like Hand A.M., staring down outside his house at... What, double question mark, nature, double question mark? And Marie's all glad that he's taking a day off to rest, but then his peeps show up, like police peeps with tons of files. What does this say? Water, water. Oh, this is a song that was playing. Jim White's uh, something ward mule or something it was a good 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 song sorry jim i messed up your song title with my terrible handwriting uh but a really nice song is they do this montage of hank going through the evidence and also good because it gives us this whole recap of the series and this was really uh like a little uh taste of old breaking bad or the, this episode and then we see the Heisenberg drawing, and then it's not, you know, Hank's like, okay, this is definitely it. And then we go for another little taste of old. We get a, like, we get a badger, uh, uh, Pete, uh, you know, like, a, you know, a little taste of them, because, of course, we miss them. And Jesse's sitting in front of a fractal thing, and... Uh, 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 fractals behind him and Badger and uh, is going off about uh, 
I don't know if I should read it. Like, he's talking about this, uh, a word mule. That's it. But they're ta he's talking about how he wrote this pilot, a uh, Star Trek pilot uh, for original Star Trek with a pie-eating contest. And it's pretty funny. Uh, Enterprise is far. This was, let's see. They're talking about the Starship. It starts out. Enterprise is five parsecs out of Rigel 12. Uh, n n quiet, so they have a pie-eating contest. And Pete's like, what kind of pie? He's like, tulip berries. And then Pete's like, oh, from Gamma Quadrant. And then they're like, you're crossing your series here. That's from Voyager. Well, I just, just, or just, uh, Badger said Gamma Quadrant. So then Pete called him out. So he said, oh, blueberries. So they were going to, it was Spock versus, uh, I don't know, the other guy having an eating contest. Chekhov. And uh, it's, it's just like a good punchline and stuff. And then Jesse's like, dude, I can't sit through you. Like, I can't live this life anymore. And then Jesse leaves. He goes to Salt's waiting room, which is one of the saddest places on earth. Uh, uh, Glory, Glory Hallelujah was playing, I think. Can't read this. Oh, Huel's there. And so Walt says, uh, you know, or Je Jesse wants to get in. And see, they're not letting Jesse to see Saul, so he lights up a cigarette. And at some point, he says, yo, yo. Uh, so we have this Jesse versus, I don't know what the yo-yo, I couldn't figure that out. Jesse versus Huel smoking a joint, and then Saul comes out. He's in a super lime green outfit, or Jesse gets to go in. She says, Jesse Pinkman, Pinkman. He says, Jesse Pinkman, but then Saul's in this lime green getup, and he says, oh, Woody Harrelson, live and in person, pull up a bong and uh, take a seat. He goes, oh, you know, I was, kind of, I was actually getting a massage, and his flies open. They say, barn doors open, barn door. And Jesse's like, hey, I want to give some money for the Kaylee's College Fund. And Saul's like, how much? He goes, five million. And then he also asked about, well, he goes, oh, how's the maestro? Uh, things have been too quiet. And I think he kind of leaked out everything. Uh, uh, maybe, I don't know if Jesse already knew everything, but, uh, Saul's like, Jesse, you got to, uh, he goes, uh, what are you doing? This is a bridge too far. Uh, he goes, you're still going to be two miracles short of, short of safehood. He goes, brass tacks. And my job is to advise. Uh, my advice is come on already. He goes, Mike just hit the road to stay out of his business and worry about Jesse. And then he says, listen, kid, get some rest. Uh, you've looked better. And he calls, you know who? He says, uh, who, who's it? He goes, we got a $5 million problem. And Walt's like, uh, I'll handle it. Uh, and then Walt says, again, again, uh, Getting a dunk is he's hearing checked. 
So then he goes over to Jesse's. Jesse's asleep or something. He's under a glass coffee table. His eyes are wide open, but he's not moving. Uh, he's under the glass coffee table. It's covered in crap, uh, cigarette butts and beers and stuff. Knock, knock, knock. Walt's there. And Walt's got his money, and Jesse won't look at him. They're sitting on the same futon, but Jesse's, like, looking to the side. And he's like, Jesse, this is nonsense. Do you have ex can you explain yourself? And Jesse's like, I don't want this money. He goes, oh, give me a break, buddy. This is your money. You've earned it. And Jesse's like, I don't want the money. And then Mike's like, what is it? Or Walt's like, what is this with Kaylee? He goes, well, I need to, to make sure Kaylee goes to college. And then Walt kind of lies to Jesse about, like, did Mike go live on a farm or did he go to live on a farm? And, you know, Jesse's like, dude, I, I, well, I'm no fool. And Walt goes, you are a fool because I'm going to keep lying to you. Jesse, I need you to believe this. Mike's living on a farm in a happy kind of one. And, Walt, and uh, he goes, he's fine. Don't worry. Totally fine. And even Jesse just decides to play. And he goes, okay, fine. Mike's fine. He's at a, a nice farm. And let's see what else. Well, Jesse wouldn't look at Walt till he said he's out. And then he only looked at him for a second. And Walt said, try to live ordinary, decent lives. Uh, Walt just stares and breathes. And then when Jesse wants to talk about Mike living on a farm, he almost cries. Uh, he has put put it together. He, oh, he has put it all together. Walt's total BS. I need you to believe me. 32 minutes uh, to look on Jesse, around 32 minutes. Uh, he says, yeah, like you, yeah, like you. Sad, and then he kind of looks off to the left. Then we're at dinner with Walt Schuyler and Jr. talking college counseling, uh, which was kind of, oh, hey, what's up with that person? What, what's Lewis going to do? He's not worried, they say. And then we find out bowling's off because Hank's not feeling good. And so Junior gets to go out and hang with uh, Lewis, and he wants to stay up late. Then Walt's not feeling good, but he can't find the leaves of grass. He's like, "Where? I need to leave. I need some Whitman. Uh, do you think Junior's?" And they're like, "Junior." Skyler's like, "Junior? No way." And Walt's looking around in his tidy whities He's pausing, and then he pauses, and he's like, huh, is Hank? Uh, and the camera kind of pulls in, and then White, oh, then Walt goes outside in his robe. He snarls, and he turns to go back, and he pauses, and he checks his car, and bingo, he's got a bug on his car. And we see the doghouse in neon, which is a neon sign. It's a hot dog stand. And the neon, the dog wags its tail, and it's eating a, a string of hot, neon hot dogs. Uh, Jesse's asleep in his car. He gives a homeless man a stack of cash. A fat st I don't know what a fat stack is versus, uh, what is it? Uh, oh, good, uh, uh, a rack. I don't know what a rack is. I always want to know what a rack is. And sometimes they, I find out, and then I forget. Yeah, I said, or a rack, question mark. Then Jesse just starts tossing his money out with angst. He's, like, doing some angsty money-throwing. 
And we see a remote controlled car. Agents are with Hank dropping stuff off, saying, Steve, where's Steve wants to know when you're going to be back. And Hank says, tell, tell him I already have two grandmothers. And then Walt rolls up, and there's this panic look in Hank's eyes. He's hiding evidence while Walt makes small talk with the agents. And then Hank's like, uh, you're on the clock. Get back to work. And then we get it gets good. It gets real good. Because uh, we have this little uh, back and forth because he says, uh, geez, hey, how you, how you doing here? Uh, he says, how are you feeling? And Hank's like, I've been better, uh, but I don't know. And he goes, did you see a doctor? Do you have a doctor's note? Uh, if it lasted three days, Hank, that doesn't make any sense. And in the background behind them, it, like they're staying in the garage as a kid playing with the remote control car the whole time. And there's still a little inane conversation. Walt's like, do you think it was a potato salad? Because uh, I was worried about that potato salad. And he's like, geez, you're just working out of the garage, huh? Just all by yourself. And uh, Hank's trying to, like, to, to, you know, get out of this conversation. But the potato salads, they exchanged looks where subtextually, I think, we were like, oh, boy. But they're not ready to talk about it. In this second, you know, they're like, well, it's like, okay, if there's anything I can do, feel better, buddy. And then he pat polled, pull pot, pat pot, pat pole, pat pat. I guess he pat patted. And then Walt walks off out of the garage and he stops and turns. And this, he said, uh, he goes, you know what, Hank, uh, you're going to laugh, but I got to ask you about this. He goes, I found this on my car. And Hank gets this uh, Cro-Magnum look on his, in his eye and he closes the garage and he goes, this is like a GPS tracker. And then uh, Hank says, uh, it was you all along. You drove me and, you know, kept me from the laundry. And Walt's like, calm down. He goes, you lied to me about Marie. You had my number. He goes, you're Heisenberg you're, and you're a liar. And he's like, I'm going to bring you in. And Walt's like, just listen to yourself. These are wild accusations. And he goes, this is bad for our family. And Hank's like, you care about the family? And then Walt's like, well, I'm not feeling, you know, I'm, I'm, I got the big C again. I might be gone. And Hank's like, I don't care. And Walt's like, well, I'm sorry. You know, I'm, try I'm trying my best to keep my health up. Uh yeah, because he goes, I don't think you're going to be able to bust me anyway. And he goes, even if you could convince anybody that I'm guilty of anything. Uh, but he goes, I'm just somebody that runs a car wash. Hand to God. What's the point of coming after me? And all Hank says is, bring Skyler and the kids here and we'll talk. And Walt goes, that's not going to happen. And then Hank's like, I don't even know what to, I can't believe this. You know, I don't even know who I'm talking to. And then Walt goes, you better, you know, Walt goes, oh, if, you, if you're trying to take my kids, you better tread lightly, bro. And then there's just this wide shot at the two of them kind of facing off and the episode ends.